by the Heat Ratio Sports Network. This show brings the temperature of sports to a whole new level. Whether it's a local opinion or a national agenda, everything is fair game. Remember, everyone has an opinion, but only few can back it up. Now sit back, crank up the volume, and if you think you can handle it, get ready for the heat. Welcome in, everybody. We are live on location a week later, right? A week later, boys. I'm your host, Tony J. Sokotillo, joined by Dan Old School Green, Nick Tosti, Nikki Nuts. Yeah, We're here buddy. at beautiful Bucks County for our first ever live show right here at Steam Pub on location. I, this is a, a one week in the making, man. We were so disappointed last week. We were able to do it live on the Internet. But now crushed, crushed. we're live here on location. You can't see in front of us, but we got people, we got prizes, we got giveaways. Um, it, it is wonderful, man. It's great. Sound good? Yo, guys, Going how big, we sound? Baby, Let's nuts, as always. Go. As always. <laughs> we, go. got, we, got, we got our man Adam here who will not be commenting because we comment yes. live yes, right here. We got, we got Pittsburgh John Coker in the audience as well. And we got Hello. Mr. Old School Crisco. In the yeah. in the building as Funny. well, man. Not as loud as his son. Or something. Not what's up? Not as loud as his son. Uh yeah. I I I wouldn't. I'm the youngest of four. I'm, I'm the young of, youngest of four. I had to talk loud to get my point across. You had to talk loud to get your point across. Exactly. Well, I'm like normally a loud individual, so when <laughs> people are like, "Well, we might not be able to hear you," I'm like, "Oh, you're gonna freaking hear me. Trust me." And we're gonna hear Nikki nuts as well. Um, but listen, before we even go, we just thank you. Thanks to, to Steam Paul for having us in our hospitality here in Boss County. As always, come visit us Tuesday nights, the home of Heat Ratio Sports, 7 to 8.30 every single Tuesday night. Talking sports, giving stuff away. And listen, here's the, the special announcement. If you need a job and you're unemployed and you want to work at this great establishment, they are hiring right now, especially yeah, for cooks. So if you can whip up a good meal. Yo, man, yeah, this, is where, this is where you want to go. I'm not saying I'm going to buy it from you, but I got to test it first. You know what I mean? Because I don't trust anybody. It is, <laughs> yo, it is COVID, fellas. Just saying. Uh, <laughs> but, yo, listen, before we start, rest in peace, Bob Saget. Yo, oh, my oh, God, man. yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. like, like oh, I don't want to sound cliche because everybody's doing it, but TGIF was where it was at. Yeah, oh, without a doubt. Right? And without a doubt. So here, here's an on-the-spot trivia question. What was the TGIF, TGIF lineup on Friday nights? Wow. Well, he, he, yeah, see, one. think about that because I know it because I lived it. I watched Family matters. Family matters. Family matters. What's that, Nick? I, I go back to happy days and Liberty wow. Trill. See, that, 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 that's, that's <laughs> going way back. Yeah. That's going way back. Yeah, we, were, we were 10 years before. Yeah, yeah, yeah you guys yeah. just aged yourselves. We'll just sit back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We were Laverne and Shirley in Happy Days. <laughs> Yo, nobody remembers Falky, no love for Perfect Falky, Strangers? Yes, Perfect yes, Strangers. I remember awesome. that. Yes. How about the Hogan family? Hogan. Yes. Yes. Right? Yes. yes and and, yes, and yes. hanging with Mr. Cooper eventually? Yes, I love Cooper. And just the 10 of us at one just time? The 10 of us. I remember that. Uh, see? Wow, you're dope. 
Yo, bring back. I am like a I'm walking like, encyclopedia. I feel like jokes. I'm 12 again, baby. I love it. <laughs> uh, but, yo, just imagine if that was now with COVID, right? I mean, uh, we would always have something to watch. Yeah. It would absolutely. be fantastic, man. It would be it would be great. But, but speaking Although, of something to watch, man, we got to talk about an Eagles game. Yeah. We got to talk about an Eagles game because it's official, right? The Eagles will face off against Top Brady against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers again in the postseason. Going by paper, man, we want to know how you think this matches up. Can the Birds do it again? A lot of different intriguing storylines within this, right? We, we talked about Levante David. We talked about Devin White, Vita Vey in the middle. And the reason why we talk about that triangle is because of our running game. We rely on our running game, right? So yeah. because we rely on that running game, are we able to, number one, run the ball against that team? Number two, it's an eight-and-a-half-point spread. Damn. Old school green. Are we going to be able to keep up with Tom Terrific and these Buccaneers? Not if we start the game the way we've been starting the past month. You cannot have a slow start, go down 10 nothing like you did to the Giants, to, to the Washington Football Club, and expect to survive against the uh, Buccaneers. Before you blink, it'll be 14, 17, 21, nothing. If they start off with the pad and play, they've been starting off at. Now, if they establish the run, and even if they're down 7 nothing, they cannot abandon it thinking they have to get into a high-scoring affair and do a throw-for-throw a, a throw kind of thing because Jalen Hurts cannot handle it. They have to stick with the run. If they're within 14 points, stick with the run. Don't abandon it. My gut tells me it's going to be a struggle. I mean, you said eight and a half. Eight and a half. Eight and a half. I mean, gun to my head, I would, I would, I would take the bucks. But I'm rooting, obviously, my pants off for the birds. But they didn't instill confidence the way they've been playing. Now they've been beating up on bad teams and bad quarterbacks. Tom Brady. I mean, if Taylor Heineke was the scariest quarterback you played the past five weeks, and you kind of struggled in, at times in all the games. You better write the ship, and that's where our defensive coordinator, Jonathan Gannon, he's he's the most important person in this game. He is. He's got to script something. He is, and I'm not sold. Yeah, no, I'm not sold. I'm not sold, Mister Tossi. My, I'm I'm a, a very big optimist in this game because any given Sunday this year in the NFL, we have watched Jacksonville beat the Bills. We watched Washington. Beat the Bucks, right? We've watched some unimaginable things. So my question to you is, do you have that energy right now? Are you, are you worried? Are, are, are you skeptical? Do you think they can do it, man? Any given Sunday is it, Tone. And at the end of the day, offensively, I have all the belief in the world that they're going to be able to put a game plan together to sustain drives, to do, you know, run three yards in a cloud of dust, to move the chains, to maintain possession, and to keep the ground game going. And I, I don't have any doubts that that's going to happen. But I'm with you, Dan. And you took the words right out of my mouth. I mean, the Jonathan Gannon is is going to be the make-or-break component uh, that decides which way this game goes. If you remain passive like he has over basically the course of this season and rely on a four-man pass rush to get to Tom Brady, it's just not going to happen. It's not going to work. You're going to get smoked. I mean, it's you know you're going to talk about – 15, 20, 25-yard passes in chunks that are just going to eat us alive. I mean, it, if Jonathan Gannon can somehow, and, and this is when you're talking about hope, it's hope because it hasn't happened yet. He hasn't been aggressive all year. In spurts, maybe, but so now you are relying on hope on the defensive side of the ball. 
And you got to hope that Jonathan Gannon, a guy has not been aggressive all year long, somehow is able to blitz and against Tom Brady, not only blitz, but disguise the blitz to the point where you're going to be able to be effective. So that's where my concern is. At the end of the day, everybody knows it. That's what it's come down to on the defensive side of the ball. Are we going to be aggressive enough and smart enough to put a game plan together to stop Tom Brady and, and this high potent uh, Tampa Bay offense? If, if, if they, if they do, I have no doubts on the offensive side of the ball, and uh, they they can put a, they can put a W in. They can win this game. I, I agree, man. I agree. I'm skeptical, but I know my man Nicky Nuss is this. He he he's down there. Just he he's he's down there just waiting. He's waiting to talk here, man. So Nicky Nuts, Eagles, Bucks. Come on, bro. What we got? We once beat him, and we can beat him again, baby. Tom Brady has a problem with Philadelphia. We own him. We own him. And we are coming with the fire. I don't believe we're going to have a hangover. I think we are definitely going to put at least, at least going to make Tom Brady beat us with his legs. We're going to make a move. I think they are going to blitz a lot. Why? Because they haven't done it all year. This is the playoffs. And they come and they do what they got to do to win a playoff game. So I know. But if you look at the Eagles history, if you look at the Heat Eagles history all year, they've always been ahead of the curve. We started running and we started winning. We run, we run, we run, and we can win against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Well, Tony, if I can interject something. Speaking of that mic, you old school. Let's go, sorry, brother. Let's sorry, go. Sorry, I'm like eating the mic. Come on, man. Let's go. So, <laughs> so if Jonathan, getting back to Jonathan Gannon, if you don't study that Saints film, you're insane. Now, listen, we don't have Mashar. We, we, our, 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 our Lattimore is Slay. Yeah. Lattimore yeah. shut down Evans. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't have uh, Demario Davis, who h- helps with Gronk. And Cam, Cam, Edwards. Cam Jordan He's was a stud. all over the place. We need somebody He's a stud. to step up. Barnett's got to all of a sudden, you know, do something. Cox has got to what? step who? up. Cox has got to get large. Long Cox? And uh, step up his game. Because Nick, Nick Tosti is right. I mean... <laughs> You're da- you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. If you, I, if you blitz Brady, you're in trouble, and if you don't get pressure on him, you're in trouble. But they have they nope. have to have someone on that line cause pressure. And, and Nick Nicky Nuts is correct. If you you, you got to make Brady uncomfortable in the pocket, and and you have to you have to uh, control Gronk and you have to control Mike Evans. Well, I want to see Tom Brady run. Like, what's this? The, yeah. Is this their invent their new invention, yeah. Jay yeah. Schrader or Martin yeah. Rippin? I mean, I, I, I want to see him run. So, before that, I got a lot of comments coming in. My man, Foods, checking in. What up, Tony? Fellas, Eagles, Foods, again, congratulations on the new partnership, Broad Street South, with Philly Sports Trips. That's amazing as well. Our boy, Javon, checking in. Uh, he says, at first, I didn't think the Eagles could cover, but with the Bucks wide receiver core depleted and the Eagles being able yep. to run with Howard back, it yep. could happen. That's a great point, yep. right? That's a great point. A depleted receiving core. And the Eagles being able to run, and that's what I'm saying. I think that the, the Levante, David, Devin White, and Vita Vey triangle is what's going to win or lose this game. Because if we cannot run the ball, and we need Jalen Hurts to yeah. beat them with their yeah, arm, it's not going to happen. We need to be able to run the ball. 
100%. That needs to happen. Our boy Glock checking in. Let's go, boys. Oh, Glock. You'll be here What's next time, up, buddy. I'll be here next time. Yeah. Uh, we got what Javon again says, I would also like to see Fletcher Cox on the edge with Milton Williams in the middle in certain packages. No. Josh Sweat needs to be oh, – Josh Sweat needs and will be key. Now, here's the thing. I think he's right about that because I watched a couple times when they put Fletcher Cox on the edge and they put Milton Williams in the middle, and it worked. Yeah. It it, it 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 disguised a little bit, gave him a different feature, and I and I think it worked. I, I think it's it's know? all dependent upon which Derek Barnett you're going to get. Yeah, one hundred percent. You are one hundred percent, Nick. Yeah. I mean, because you, sweat, you know, Josh Sweat's got to step up. Well, yeah, the two ends have got to step yeah. up. I mean, Sweat Sweat ultimately should. I mean, he's been mm-hmm. the, the, the more consistent of the two ends all season long. Um, but I have a confidence level in the secondary tone. I do. I, I, mean, I do, too. I, I think, you know, having Slay, and I'm a big Nelson proponent. I've been talking about that all year. I think they should re-sign him. Uh, you know, he never really makes any big plays, but he doesn't make any noise either. He doesn't get you hurt. And, uh, you know, the emergence of Maddox has been uh, really just incredible on remember? that slot. Remember? We brought that yeah. up, man. We brought yeah. that up a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and Harrison McLeod have been solid, you know, at, at the safety position. So, you know, if there's a time where you can trust your defensive back to, to put them in a situation when you're blitzing and, and to rely on them in one-on-one coverage, this is the time to do it, man. I mean, if you're going to take those kinds of chances, this is it, man. All Go go down swinging in this game. Do not yep. be passive and don't let him pick you apart. And that's the I question. I back on a four-man rush. Right, and that's the question. Is he going to be passive? What's up, Nick? I got a problem. We were 13 minutes in, and we still haven't did an Eagles chant. E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles! That's our boy, Nick. Yes, always. Let's right? go, baby! Yeah. <laughs> our boy, food, Al, checking in. What's up, guys? We're in the house. He says, let's go. Al will be here next time. Al, we will get him here, right? We Listen, I just want to, again, understand that sometimes, right, sometimes, you know, with this pandemic that we're in, we always can't be together all the time. But we're going to be together as much as possible, 100%. So, Al, as always, Half Court Heat will be Al, back. Al, Keeping man. it up on Twitter. Utah Half Court Heat. Yo. Al, I think Al sleeps on Twitter. Yes, man. he does. He's, like, oh tagging every God. reporter in Philadelphia, and he's going <laughs> back. They even bring in up tweets from three years ago. People are going to have it on, man. I love it. I love it. They, love it. So our Rand Glock check-in says, Gannon is definitely the key. Eagles are 31st in NFL in sacks and allowed the highest completion percentage in the NFL. Need wow. to be creative and mix things up. Right. And it, it just alludes to what we're saying, right, old school? That is correct. I mean, uh, you got to get the pass rush, and you can't let Brady complete 80% of the passes. No, that can't. He's going to pick you apart. Yeah, so. He's going to pick you apart. We have to play a perfect game. It's about yes. We, and it's I don't know, know if that's possible, right. but – Joe Judge, Maximus thinks Joe Judge, who just got fired today, thinks Gannon is doing a great job, <laughs> uh, which is awesome. Our man, our Chris, Mr. Crisco, sit right over here, and he's even Facebook messaging. Yeah. See, that's awesome. Uh, Leslie checking in. Hey, great job, guys. I like the new format at the bar. Yeah. That's what's up. So we got to get you here, Leslie. So yes. you, you get can get here. at the bar, South right? Southampton PA, Leslie. Southampton PA. Hold on. My man Vinny checking in. Vinny, what is up, my man? Remember the name, Gerard Avery. A gap blitz could get Brady off his spot exactly. for yep. not being hobbled is a big deal, too. Amen. That's a great point. That's a great Absolutely. point. You know, Leonard Fournette. This is crazy. I was just on a gambler today doing a fancy hit, and we were going over a fancy review, and me and Sean Brace, and we're talking about it, and he was like, the top five backs. You know who Leonard Fournette was number six? Leonard Fournette was number six. a great year, Tom. My man man John Coker knows Leonard Fournette was number six. John, did you have Fournette this year? 
What's that? Did you have Fournette on your team this year? I did not. But you played him in DFS, didn't you? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> He's not a dumb man. No. He's not a dumb man. No, not at all. Not at all. Nah. And Fournette's coming back from the hamstring, so. And hobble. Like yeah, Vinny let's, says, let's, he's let's, hobble. Yeah. He's definitely hobble. Uh, but, yeah, listen, I, I don't want to go predictions right now, right? We don't want to go to predictions. We'll get into that a little later. People walk up, we'll get what they think, who's going to win, what's the score, things of that nature. But we got three trivia questions, and we're segmenting this show, and I, I want to get into the trivia because this is where my man, Mr. Old School Green here, his mind Who do you have works, winning man. the Eagles game? He, uh, Eagles, uh, uh, say, yeah. say, on, stop flirting, Mr. Nuts. Yeah, <laughs> she's got a tattoo right on her wrist. Oh, uh, see that? Has, she has the score of the Philadelphia versus the Patriots, baby. Uh, see, she's got She it. has the say, tattoo, She's a true baby. fan, man. She's a true fan. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> Woo! I love it. Let's go! <laughs> so, yo, let's get – hold on. Let's get to the first trivia question before we get carried away here. I had Nikki Nuts to get a, relax over there a little bit. <laughs> Not but happening. Before we lose them, okay? Before we lose them. Okay, so we're going to go again. This is our first trivia question tonight brought to you by Prime Roofing of Southampton, PA. Not only do they rescue your roof, but they get it done right, and that's very important. Visit them today at www.primeroofingpa.com. I'll tell you what, everybody knows Bernie's the man. Say what you want. The guy Honest guy, give you what you need, help you out. I, listen, I'm not going to say because he's a sponsor, but did my roof. Did my roof before he was even a sponsor and went through the insurance company for me. And listen, I, I got to pay for it. And not yeah. because he's dishonest, because he said, yo, you, you have homeowners, right? Yeah, well, let's try that first. Let's see what we can do and let them know. And it, it all worked out. So shout out to Bernie for that. So the first tribute question of the night, and I, I, I like this. We're going to go Phillies with this, right? We're going to go name the last three Philly MVP winners for the Philadelphia Phillies. And for a bonus, give us the year two. So I want that to bleed in a little bit. Okay? And, again, no Googling. No Googling. It's too easy. No Googling. Phones down, everyone. Yeah, phones, phones down. down. It, 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 it's no Google. And Dan MVP is going to announce the answer because Dan has the answer. So Dan will announce the answers, and we will announce the winner. But think about that. Then the last three Phillies MVP winners, and for a bonus, give us the year two. See your Philadelphia Phillies knowledge. Again, brought to you by Prime Roofing. So let's get back to the comments again. So my man Mark checking in. What's up, John? You can only hope to contain Nikki. Yeah, listen, man. We can't hold him back. We sat him at the end purposely. Purposely. He was going to grab everybody let's get out back in real fast as a huge key to the game is if tampa loads up to stop the run can hurts handle it and still make things happen and that's the biggest thing right that is the biggest thing that's what we talked about and listen i'm all in with Jalen. i said this before i'll say it again you know everybody gets dog you know everybody's dogging Jalen, right give the kid a chance man everything that this kid's been through Everything, the adversity, he just he's a leader of the locker room, right? I, I, I'm going to bring this up again because I can't say it enough. Go back and look at Josh Allen's first two years. Go back yep. and look at Lamar Jackson's first two yep. years. Go look at their completion percentage, under 60%. Now, anybody talking about get rid of him, get rid of him, get him out, nope. get this kid another shot, and he's on a rookie deal. Yeah. It doesn't cost you anything next year. Build the friggin' defense, man. Yes. Build the defense and go from there. So let's move nah, on. I, was, I still want let's, a wide receiver. Uh, uh, well, listen, I want a wide receiver, <laughs> I still want too. A wide receiver. That maniac, Nicobe Dean, playing last night. Oh, like he just want to go out there and kill people. How cool would he look in it? Yeah. Oh, he's he not falling yeah. I'll tell you why. He, he was lighting people up. He's so good. 
he was like he was. Follow the Steelers will get him somehow. Well, speaking <laughs> wait, is it speaking of the Steelers? All right, let's speak okay. of the Steelers. Speaking of the Steelers, Mr. Coker's gonna like this one. So with the uncertain word of Ben Roethlisberger retiring in the offseason, does he deserve to be put up on a pedestal with some of the other greats like Elway, Young, and Manning? And I ask this because it is a legitimate question. He is a shell of himself right now. John, right? John knows that. But, John, two years. I, you know, come over here. Get over behind Nick, right? Come on. Get in that microphone. You got to get on here and let us know. Yeah, you, you got. You know, if there's one segment, this is Johnny the segment Pittsburgh. for me. Yes. Let's go, man. They, they, like, John, Pittsburgh, Miss, you know, Mr. Roethlisberger. Okay. What are we thinking, man? Does he deserve all the accolades? No question. No question. I'm sorry. Look. I, I don't have all the stats in front of me, so if I, I misspeak, no, I can't. I can't read those stats without uh, my. He got the run. Dan's giving him the run sheet. No, look. What's he have? Six Pro Bowls, two Lombardi, Lombardi trophies. Think about how many he might. I think he won the AFC North nine times, AFC Championship game, uh, like probably five times, three Super Bowl appearances, He's and clutch too. He's up there, right? And that's what, exactly yeah. where I'm going. Fourth quarter comebacks. I think he's third behind Breeze and Brady. Game winning drives. I believe he is number one in the NFL in game winning drives. What's his key? He had he led the league in passing. I believe two years. This guy was electric. You think you had him? I'm talking in his prime, not the past five six years. San Antonio Holmes. Oh. Oh, was there a so more clutch for, touchdown pass me, ever in history? No. Unreal. For me, the two best plays in NFL history is Kirkland running at 99 yards oh, and Holmes catching LeVon. it. LeVon. Big LeVon. All one game. So, point <laughs> that, that is, you put all those that. stats up, you see where his name is with all the, you know, with all these other guys. You think about what he did. And – to me, yes, he is no question, no doubt up there as a top 10 all-time quarterback. I like it. I yeah. agree. I like it. I I don't think – listen, I, I don't totally think you're biased, agree. man, because you are a Pittsburgh guy. I, I, I honestly agree. I mean, I spell that, it out. it's what happens a lot of times. We, we, we forget, right? We get involved in a luster of other quarterbacks, and then we forget what Ben really was. Yeah. Right? We forget but, that. Dude, he has the most what? vicious pump fake in the world. Yeah. I, how does anybody not bite on that? That is the most vicious pump fake I've ever seen in any quarterback in history. So when I mean, you talk about getting awesome. more involved, you know, more involved in talking about other quarterbacks, Tom Brady just needs to stop being out of the conversation. You, like, he's just yeah, not, it's he's him, not on the bar. End. Like, he's just else. so far yeah. beyond the bar that, like, and this is a great point because you're, because you're measuring up against people who should be measured up against. Right. You know the conversations against Brady are, are are done right now. There's just no oh, the yeah. bar. The bar is so it's high already there that you've got this. You've got this other group of guys in that in that one A tier. And in my opinion, one hundred percent Roethlisberger belongs there. I mean, one hundred percent. I agree. We talk about. I do. You know, he's got all the numbers. He was clutch. He's got the Super Bowls. He's got the MVPs. You know, you know, and he's what is it? How long? Eighteen. Eighteen years. Eighteen years, man. My my oldest son That's is 26 years old. I still have a little 
Roethlisberger jersey in his closet. He's moved out. It's a it's a little huge size medium. That's oh, the little Roethlisberger he's, jersey. He's twenty six years old right now. It's still sitting in my closet. It's so that's how long he's been around. I mean, well, the guy's just iconic, man. There's no is. way you can deny it. Well, the one thing I want to bring up, and John, you can speak to this. With with Ben, there's like multiple tiers. You know. We, we just stated you have Brady, and then it's like the Marino, Elway, Montana, and then the Roethlisberger conversation, that, that group of guys. But the interesting with Roethlisberger is he's also always going to be compared to Eli and, and Philip Rivers. Because Correct. they all – Eli Good was point. one, Rivers was six, Ben went 12, I believe. And I, 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 I was pulling up some stats. The day Eli retired, Eli was 117 and 117. Oh. Okay. Oh. Rivers 500 was, Eli. Got some Giants Rivers fans watching. Two rings. 123 and 101. Ben was 144, 71, and 1. Statistics. Eli threw for 57,000 yards. Rivers for 59,000 and change. And Ben at the time was 56 and change. Ben um, currently stands at 64.3, 64% completion percentage, 64,000 and change. Um, yards 418 to 11. That's a just under two to one interception, a touchdown interception ratio. Philip Rivers, you could argue statistically, talent wise, Rivers could be the best of the three. But because of the rings, I go Ben is the best of the three. Wow. Eli, Eli has the two rings, but he, he just never yep. st- struck fear in I my agree. heart. Now, I, a, a big game against Ben, he made me nervous. Philip Rivers, you've discussed countless times, Tone, what a genius he was behind center. Yeah. So old it, man Rivers, baby. It's it's funny how good, good man behind center in many it, different ways. So how many kids does he have? Yeah, yeah right. So, no that's, yeah, yeah, that's a different no position kidding. we're talking I'm just, about. But yeah, just throwing yeah, it out there, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I think he's got like twelve. So, but the bottom line, <laughs> the bottom line is he doesn't have twelve, but uh, I mean, I'm he's just saying my, my man schooler watching the show. Now, my man's doing well. But the, bottom, the, the bottom line is he's a Christian man. In addition to the the quarterbacks of all time, it's just interesting how he will never be separated from his draft class as well. Yeah. And in my opinion, he's the best of that draft class. Just I, my opinion. No, nah, listen, I like it. Number one, oh, because we got to make a little little adjustments here because I'm already being told that Nicky Nuts is hanging off. So we already moved Dan down. So you guys move down just a little bit toward you know towards me. There you go. Because I'm smelling some wing. There, there's Nick. Look, yeah, now we got him. You only need to be shoulder to shoulder. <laughs> yeah. No, Nick's ready to do the Our Father over there. But um, <laughs> at the at the end of the day, I'm smelling wings. I'm just saying, I'm it smelling wings. Good they smell really good. Straight ahead, I smell wings. And yeah. I don't want to hear about a wing shortage. Because at the end of the day, here's the deal. At the end of the day, if you like something, you're going to get it. So that means you got to bring no, your no. ass down here to Steam Pub in Bucks County. And one secret thing about Steam Pub is they have this real-time draft list, okay, where, where you know every time online socially when a new beer is tapped. That's amazing. When, right? Like, that's, like, beyond my co- – I can't Who even else comprehend does that? that. Who that's else does awesome. that? No, right? I, I've never heard of Who it. Who else took railroad tracks from outside yep. and made them the bottom of the bar? Oh, I love it. Right? It's, it, it's got to be unique. It's got to be re- it's got to be unique. Just like how many people named Jigsaw? How many people named Nikki Nuts? Not right. many, right? So that's what we do here, right? We're, we're unique. Nuts. And one way, but listen, that, that I I mean, here's the thing: you look at back at the NFL as a historical lesson, and the amount of quarterbacks that we witnessed. Because I we talked about this the other day. I, I forget who it was, 
But I was saying I was blessed to be able to watch a lot of people in their prime there. from the NBA. Unbelievable. Right? So when I talked about Iverson and MJ and whether you like them or not, LeBron, Kobe, these guys were able to witness in our prime, right? But now we're talking about quarterbacks as well. Quarterbacks in their prime. So, Dan, let me ask you something. You brought up about Philip Rivers. You brought up about Eli Manning. Any other quarterbacks that you would say that kind of overrated a little bit? Based uh, on numbers. Y- yes. Who talked to me? Listen, and, and I might get Come on, throw it out there. Brett Favre. Brett Favre. I can't stand Brett Favre. Brett Favre. Listen, Brett Favre, <laughs> e- Eli, Eli threw almost um, – he, he was barely over one – a one percent ratio with his uh, touchdown interceptions. Brett Favre talking to the mic, Dan. Let's go talking to the mic. I'm not I'm meeting the mic. <laughs> Brett Favre. <laughs> Brett Favre was an interception machine. I was again. I gauge sports. Like for example, certain hitters come up in the baseball game. They scare the crap out of me. You just feel like they're going to hit a home run. They're going to rope a double. Dave Park used to scare me when I was a kid. Dave Parker. Yeah, Manny Ramirez when he was at the plate. Wow. You just never thought you could get him out, right? Brett Favre did not scare me in a football game. I was just waiting for us to pick him off. So I, Nick brought it up uh, last week that, you you know, the Rodgers, is he the best quarterback in this franchise? Hell yeah. He's so much better than Brett Favre. Now, Brett Favre, listen, I give him all the credit in the world. He's a tough SOB. Never missed a game. He played hurt. He played, you know, I think, the day after his father passed away. Yeah. He had a cannon for an arm, but. Fourth all-time. Cannon. Yeah, well, because he, he, he definitely played a long time, and he threw the ball a lot. He was in the system. Wow. But he. He um overrated. He was a pickoff machine. Well, you asked me a question. I'm no, I'm I'm, um, I'm, I'm shocked. I, I just don't. I don't think he's in the class of. I mean, statistically, he's got great numbers, of course. But Elway's a better quarterback. Marino's a better quarterback. Um, and and I dare. I, I wonder what John thinks about uh, Roethlisberger being a better quarterback than uh, far. Hey, hey, I'm, hey, Dan, every time you turn, you go away from the mic. Uh, all right, I'll stare at the camera and I'll eat the mic. <laughs> no, listen, if you're staying in front, you're good. No, yeah, I'm, right. just, I'm just messing with you. Listen, nobody's checked in with the trivia question yet. People oh. got one or two, but nobody's getting three. Okay, so even if you're out there, you're not Googling. Okay, it's okay. Check check it again. We're talking about the Phillies, right? Uh, can we give a hint, Tony? Na- name the last three Phillies MVP winners. For a bonus, give us the year two. And again, this is sponsored by Prime Roofing. You're gonna get some Prime Roofing swag. Yeah. Okay. Buddy. You're gonna get some Prime Roofing. You're gonna get a hat. You're gonna get a shirt. Look, look, Nikki. Oh, look yeah, at that. Nikki Sam on it up. Styling profile. Right. And we, uh, every week, man. You, you know, you you need some gear. We're here for you. What, what's it like? Twelve degrees out. Yeah. So who doesn't need a long sleeve shirt? It's from warm Prime in here, roofing, though, right? buddy. Absolutely. Warm in it here. It is warm in here. It smells good in here, too. Oh, it smells, it smells very, very good. Oh, my here. God. I'm ready for 100%. wings. 100%. Like you said, as soon as you said wings, I'm like, yeah, I can go Dickie's for wings. like, I'm in, I'm in for wings. I like it. I like it. All right. So let's move on a little bit. Okay. Because we, we got to talk all Philly here, right? And we got to talk about the Sixers. And again, <laughs> the Sixers are winning, but solely missed the services of another player, which will rename nameless for the show because I hate him <laughs> and I can't stand him. Do you know? Possible trade. Right? I, Possible do, you, trade. do you think Maury <laughs> will be able to pull off another trade? Celtics hit down. Word is now Tobias. Tobias is available, right? Well, yeah. Let me just tell you something. Sure, he's available. I don't want any metal midgets in this town anymore. Say what you want. I don't care. You un- we, we are nationally televised for a reason. Everybody knows how we are. They know we're going to boo you if you suck. We know we're going to cheer you if you're great. I was down there at season tickets. I watched them 
teach Ben how to try to make a free throw. Right. Give him that, hey, Ben, look, we're cheering for you. And it still wasn't enough. Tobias never got but one time, one time. And then that little squirmy worm, Danny Green, who that bull-legged bastard. Okay? <laughs> Not this Danny I'm Green. Sorry. Not this Danny Green. I'm sorry, but that dude really <laughs> bothers me because all of a sudden now, I get it, he's got rings. Okay, good good job, Dan. It's fine. All right, whatever. But the last, last time I checked, you had zero points the other night, 20 oh minutes. Yep. Okay? And you were shooting air balls off the side of the backboard. So my thing is, guys. Embiid is yeah, busting you know, his ass. Embiid, to, 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 to. Listen to this. Nick, Nicky Nuts, see if you agree with this. So somebody said to me that Joel Embiid not only is playing like the best part in the NBA right now, but he's the most dominant force since Shaquille O'Neal. Without a doubt. So here's what I want to add to that, though. He is a, he is a guy that's a multi uh, – he's basically like not one comparison, right? He's got a double vision. And what I mean by yeah. that is – it's Tim Duncan for me. Yes. And Shaquille O'Neal. And oh, so think about that. And, and, Alan, and, Iverson. With the, and Alan Iverson. Alan Iverson. Yeah, Nick, absolutely. Nick, Nick, hold on. Hold Dude, on. are you kidding me? Hold on. Dude, Tom Brady's going to run. And now we got AI and Joel. <laughs> what are you drinking down there, nuts? Yingling. Are, you, are you okay? Yingling. <laughs> A proud sponsor. Elijah proud Elijah sponsor Elijah. of Yingling. I love it. Look at that. But no, my, <laughs> my point is. Dude, he has numbers like Allen Iverson. No, he does. He doesn't play like Allen Iverson, but he has the heart like Allen Iverson. And any given day, he can destroy a team when he wants to. And if you put a couple people around him, not mental midgets, as you say. Mental midgets. As long as you don't have that. And I'm okay with getting package both of them out of here because that's the rumor that Tobias is and Simmons are a in lot the of package money. That's a deal. lot of money. If we can do that, I think that's a win for Maury. If not, if we can't do the Simmons thing, then Maury goes into the dump and I'm I'm totally against him because he's he waited too long in my eyes. He, he, need, he, he needed to jump on that with Harden. I would have made that. I would have did it for Harden. I would have did it in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. And then squandered it and let it go. But Listen, Embiid is the heart and soul of this city, and he knows and understands what Philly is all about. And I want him to go nowhere. I want him to finish his career here, and I think he is absolutely one of the best players in the NBA today. Yeah, you hear all that? It's like the mummer struck going there on a yeah. table with Nick over yeah. there. Yeah. Banging Earth, out the earthquake. table. So admin. But now, listen, Javon checking in says John Collins and Cam Reddish might be the best option for the Sixers. Yeah, I saw that. It's going to be tough for them to move Harris and Simmons. I'll tell you, man, it's going to take a three real a, a three-way deal in order for that to happen, right? Mm-hmm. What I will say is I like the Kings. I like Hallie Burton. I like the Arian Fox. Yeah, I, I like Buddy Heald. I right, love, I, I love all that. I, I, give, I, give me, give me somebody because right now nobody's Fox. doing anything, yeah. right? Nobody's doing nothing. Draft picks, Dra- nah. nah yeah, I, I don't know if I do draft. The NBA is so tough with it. We suck at drafting. Like, can you mention our last number one pick? I mean, Maxi was terrific. But uh, I mean, yeah, Maxi in the top four. You're nothing. Right. Well, I mean, really, and we're not going to be there because well, the the late the we're Warriors just not be stole, there. There's a lot of bad play, teams play in the NBA right now. Definitely. There's a lot. There's a yeah, lot. There's a lot of bad teams in the NBA. So you're not going to get a top spot. So you might as well build through the free agency. 
Well, the problem in the NBA, though, free agency is a crapshoot. There's a there's really no free agency you have anymore. To have cap space, right? And, and then everybody wants a super team too, right? Everybody wants to build right. their own squad. Oh, yeah. Everybody wants, hey, hey, Nick, come on, me and you will go over here. Like it, it's right. ridiculous, right? Now our yeah. boy Rick, Ricky Lorenzo checking in and says, "I will take Callie Burton at six five combo guard and throw in heel." Yep, I'm in there. Listen, I'm definitely on that. They're they're, yeah. they're in a seven game winning streak. They're four games out of the top slide, and we're we've been concerned about their play all year. Imagine if he could pull something off. To, there you go, turn it away again. To, to, I'm trying to look at you, Tony. I'm being polite. Hold the mic with your hand, bro. There. Oh, there you never find. Watch your phone, bro. No, but seriously, if they can, if Maury can work magic and make a move, this team, this team is actually ascending a little bit right now. Yep. And and once Maxi gets back into play, I love that kid. I love him too. But. He, it's, they could still do something. He just they can. They and, can. and we gotta go back to what Dave was telling us. Dave Dave shoot. believes something will get done by the trade deadline. He I believes think so, that so. The, the the small market teams will want a guy like Simmons because, uh, as you referenced, it's not easy to get players in free agency. No, per se, it's so, not. So it's, it's really not. And it, it it's going to be even tougher as years go on. It really is. Now, Mr. Tossi, can you imagine? What's going through Ben Simmons' mind right now it, that we keep winning? It's going to be killing him. Listen, I, he's got to go for whatever, I think, at this point. I'm, because Dan just referenced they're playing so well right now. Embiid has got a clear head. He knows this is his team right now. He's not worried about any other dynamics that are a negative force into you know from a player standpoint on this team. And he's got to go, man. And Ben Simmons sitting back watching what's going on here. He's got to be just going out of his mind. He's got to be going out of his mind. He's like, just get me out of here. Just get me out of here. And you know what? Everybody in this city wants him out of here. He's got to go. I think, Tony, they got to somehow just make a deal somewhere and get this done. Like, it's just too much of a distraction. You can't have this kind of a distraction going on no. into the post, you know, late into the season and into the postseason. I agree. And yeah. the problem is, though, would you want him? If you're another GM and you're no, looking at the situation, I think Dan, I think Dan made a good point. If you're a small market team and you're bring, you're trying to bring in fans and sell tickets, you know, and you and you can bring in a guy that's dynamic. Yeah, and let's let's call him what he is. I mean, you know, he he he's a bust for us in the playoffs, oh, and he was just a, a complete different. I mean, couldn't shoot, couldn't free throws, all those things. But I mean, the guy was a player in the regular season. I mean, you can't discount that. Uh, you're right. So, you know, a team, right. a team in a small market that is looking for, you know, a, some kind of a change in their philosophy and the way they play and just to, you know, expose themselves a little bit better. How can you go wrong with a guy like him? Uh, I mean, you're, you're, it's a good point about the small market teams because, I mean, honestly, how are they going to attract anybody? Right? How are they going to attract an audience? How are they going to attract a fan base? How are they going to attract a free agent? Right? There's so many different things, man. This whole situation just I kind of want him just to rot. <laughs> Sorry, but I, I, I kind of want him just to there sit there and angle. rot. He there is that just, angle. Just, he could rot in just Louisiana. To, because that's the Philly mentality of me, and I just want him to be suffering just as much as this team's suffering because he didn't show up. And that's the problem. He didn't show up. And with the league, and the league sees that, and that's why we're having such a hard time. And vindictive, me being as vindictive as I am, I want him to just sit there and rot and never get another job ever again. That's, I, I mean, listen, it's, it sure seems like a Moyer's trying to do. 
Right? It sure seems like what Maurice trying to do. Well, he wants the best deal and or that, right? Yeah. It does. I mean, he he's very happy with him sitting there just rotting away. But I, it doesn't I, benefit the team. The, the, the biggest thing for me is it still bothers me is that he made a mockery of the whole mental health situation. Right? Yes. That, that, just, that just bothers that me more than me off. You know what I mean? That pissed me off it's so a, bad. There's got to be a code in life where you don't make mockeries of, of certain disabilities or, you know, you, you don't pass judgment on people. And, and, and that, see, that's the bad part. That's what just gave me that bad vibe. I always yeah. had a bad vibe about Ben. Yeah. I did. I always thought that he was that entitled athlete that was never given, mm-hmm. you know, it was given everything, I should say. That it never had to do anything for himself and figured he could get by with what he was able to do, you know, in his own game. I don't need to shoot. Never need to shoot. And but nobody I got here. Nobody stepped up to Nobody. That's the problem. Well, that's nobody no, they encouraged stepped up and yes. forced him to say, dude, you got to learn how to shoot they a foul shot. And defended what are you doing? He's a treasure. He is. Any he, person can practice foul shots. I don't care if you're I agree. 27 years old you're, or 100 years old. You can practice you can rotation practice. in your room. If you're getting paid, the money that he's getting paid – Go to a private court like you did St. Joe's. You're okay. Your mental your mental status was okay to go to St. Joe's and practice with them, but you can't come to Philly and practice with us. But it was what I mean. Brown and Rivers condone that though. I mean, and they they would go on the air and talk to in, in their press conferences and tell you flat out that they don't need him to do that. I think they're just they were just protecting. I know him. they yeah. were, but it, I'm not. That's it's, it's a mistake. It's I know. A huge, I agree. You're a professional coach in the National yeah. ba- Basketball Association. That you gotta be. Come on, man. And, and it's Doc be, Rivers. You won a championship. If you, if Doc Rivers said at midseason, he would have quit midseason last year. That's the kind of soft, ridiculous soft shell this guy has. Now listen, Zach Levine. Jalen Brown, Aaron Gordon, they all couldn't shoot a lick when they came in this league. I agree. They, they worked They worked their yep. tail off, and now they're knockdown shooters. It's not a hard thing if you have a passion and dedication, a dedication to your craft. It's, it's, it's really it's insane. I agree. Uh, listen, Vinny says, Ben and Danny Green for Halle Burton and Heald and Barnes. I'm doing that deal in a heartbeat. I'm moving Shit. to Sacramento. Right? I think all three of us could, or four of us would drive his ass right there. Yeah, without no a doubt. With that. Oh, the other yeah. Danny Green, I'm sorry. Yeah, not 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 old school. I like Sacramento. Not old school. No. <laughs> so so listen, we we gave Ben unnamed player. I should say not Ben. I'm sorry, shouldn't have said his name. He gave him way too much airtime. So right. we got to go, Dan. We're, we're you know we got to get. We've only got two out of three of this trivia question. Okay. So we got to let everybody know what the answer is. All right. Okay. So and then we'll we'll pick some lucky uh, customer out here. Uh, to get a nice, some prime roofing gear to go home. So with. you're going to give the answers what you're saying. So, so we're we're going to bring it up again, so okay. everybody can you know understand, okay, what where we're at and what the trivia question is for the MVPs for the Phillies. Okay, I'll so, be honest. I don't I, have a clue. How about I give it? I hint? don't have a clue. I'll give the hint <laughs> in the years, and maybe it'll start <laughs> popping up. So it's named the last three Phillies MVP winners for a bonus. Give us the year two. All right. So, 06, 07, and last year were the winners. Well, we don't know. MV3, baby. All right, so Bryce Harper, we all, all right. know who that yep. was. So yes. think of the glory years. Who was 06? The, J- bi- the big. J Roll. No. Oh, uh, uh, Ryan Howard. Ryan Howard. The big piece. And yeah. the big piece was 06, and 07 was J Roll. Right. You know what's funny? J-roll. Nobody got the J Roll. Everybody, every, yeah, nobody got the J Roll. And the only reason why I knew the J Roll is because we talked about him last week, yeah, and I was, right. I was Googling his stats, yeah. and I knew in 2007 that he was the MVP. So. Um, That's when he had like four twenty. Oh, he was the board. he was he was insane. He was insane. 
he really was. So that's our first trivia question brought to you by Time, Ro- Time Roofing. Again, where would they rescue your roof and always do the job right? We're going to have two more trivia questions. But first is where we break off a little bit and talk about something different. But but Nikki Nuts, I, I you know, we're about 45 minutes into this, and we haven't heard another Eagles show yet. We got to get everybody fired up. So get everybody fired up. And let, let them know who, who's who's going to win, man. Hold up, hold up. I got I got to ask one of our devoted fans yes. who he has in the Eagles Tampa Bay game. Eagles. Yeah, there we go. And as he said, he said Eagles are going to win, which that's also the team that I think is going to win. So E A G L E. Eagles, always, always, good job. We, we'll, we'll get that song. We'll play that. Oh! Out, right? But yeah, this is no! listen, listen. This is this is some a, a good time for the Jigsaw Chronicles. And this, I got, I got to give this to my man, Mister Tossy. Right, I got to give my man Tossy came up with this, and I love it. I love it. And the Jigsaw Chronicles this week are the Lunch Me Counter Confessions. <laughs> okay, we we've born parking lot violators shopping cart violations and now we're talking lunch meat counter confessions and i'm going to tell you what there ain't no friggin' worse thing in the world than being at a lunch meat counter when there's a lot of people dude sunday morning so i oh like i can think of so many scenarios like the people that think now now you get a ticket right you get a ticket that has a number but they still think if they're in the front that you're trying to butt in front of them i have a friggin' number like, where am I going? I just want to see what's on sale and see what I want to buy, right? I just want to see. So, Nick, what, what, what's your what's your famous launch meeting counter confession? The ticket thing is a fiasco. Like, right. it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's an absolute fiasco. So <laughs> what I do is when I, God forbid, I am there on a Sunday or a Saturday, which is almost never. But I happen to have been there, you know, over the holidays. You almost just can't avoid, you know, oh, you you're can. there almost every day. So. I'm one of those that gets the ticket. I pull my ticket and I look and I'm like 17 people away. It's Sunday. Yep. I go and do my shopping. Yep. Yep. I go, you get your ticket and you go and do your shopping. Some you're people, normal. Some people frown upon that. But <laughs> hey, listen, if you get back and you're in time, there's whatever. You, you're not doing anything wrong. I'm not a, I'm not, I'm not the guy that goes to the supermarket to socialize with people. I don't oh, want to be standing around the lunch counter in my hometown talking to everybody, you know, hey, 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 you know, so, I, I'm not a gym socializer. I'm not a I'm not a supermarket socializer. I like to socialize at the bars. I like to socialize with the guys. I like to be out at the barbershop and socialize with people, but not in the supermarket. I take my ticket. I go. I walk around. So this one particular time I go back with my ticket. I got number 28. I go back to the counter and I'm like, it's two before. I'm just a perfect timing. I'm like number. Yeah, number, that's, that's, that's right? pretty key by so, you, by the way. I'm number 26. I'm waiting. So they flip it. They flip the thing. The lady gets her. The lady goes and gets her lunch meat. And then the one guy flips it from 27 to 28. But it's not my turn yet. Uh, you ever have this happen? Yeah, to you? dude. When you got the early flipper. You, yeah, the early, the early flipper. flipper. Yes. It's like Kirby enthusiasm. <laughs> yeah, yes. The early flipper. Yes. You got the only. Flip. So he flips it. I'm like, oh, man, this is going to be a problem because there's like 15, 16. <laughs> right. There's 15, 16 people at the lunch meat counter. And I want to get mortadella and salami and go. Yeah, you like, got to get like three things. Right. And right? you always feel bad. Yeah. So you're like, oh, I'm going to exactly. get it. Oh, yeah, exactly. exactly. Oh, I know. So, yeah, of course it happens. 29. 
I'm like, yeah, well, hold up. Lady was running it. She was like beelining with her 29, <laughs> handing her, handing the ticket, beelining with the ticket. And I'm like, listen, I was like, you go. But I just want you to know, I'm 28. You skipped over me. Just make sure that I'm next. Right. Now I got to explain to everybody else who's got 29 and 30. And, yeah, because and, they're going to go to 30. Well, wait a minute. Yeah. What do you mean they skipped over you? Yeah. Were you out? In the, exactly. And now they're looking at me like, I was I out? And I came back late? And they he must have been on his phone. Right. Exactly. <laughs> oh, what a train wreck. Yeah. Somebody look. We got so many smart listeners. Out. Somebody come up with a new way to be. do the ticket. Thing, There's got to be an app or something oh that somebody can just be. be like order, and then you pick up at a certain time. I, I mean, damn, they, you got like a vaccine app now. Like you I can't mean, get one for the lunch meeting. Right? That's my point. Yeah, I, I exactly. thought they did. I thought that you could go to the kiosk thing and, and type in your. No, no. Order. See, no. this is where you're wrong about the kiosk. All right. Is then you're gonna get your cheese cut like bricks, okay? Because <laughs> when you go to the kiosk, they're <laughs> right. like, "Yo, I like my American cheese nice and thin." Yeah. Right, that, right. You want to melt your mouth? That's no part option. of my chronicles. Yeah. So I right? go behind a guy that like you know, uh, anything else, and it's like I get stuck behind the anything else person. Uh, that's like, yes, I'll have a half a pound of corned beef. <laughs> anything else? Yes. Well, I'll have a, a pound of uh, <laughs> genuine salami. Anything else? Yes. I'll get uh, give me a, give me a half a pound of whitefish salad. And then they ask for now, something like, that was like else? off the wall yeah, that like, nobody has. Then, that you're like, yeah, can I have? The- yeah. Oh. oh, let me go back. I gotta unpack that cheese. I, I, like, I just want no, that's I, the I worst. Half a pound um, of turkey. That's yeah, that's the worst. Right, the worst. We're like, yeah, can I, oh, I gotta go get another one. Oh. I gotta get another one. It takes them twenty minutes to get to oh. the back. And then they can't, they get the big butcher knife out and they can't cut the plastic yes. off. Oh and it's my like, god, they, yes. Oh my god, yes. Going to emergency room. But don't, don't bleed on my time. I'm next. Don't bleed I'm on mad. my time. Yeah, uh, listen, there, we could be here. My But my pet peeve is the cheese. Yes. It is. Like, I, because here's the thing it's funny. You, you say early flipper. I start to think maybe I have a speech impediment, right? So I'm like, excuse me, can I, can I get a pound of American Land of Lakes sliced thin? Sure. I get home, it's a freaking brick. So I'm thinking, did I say thick? <laughs> did they think I said thick and not thin? So then I go back and like, I like the people that show you. The tester. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. like the test. Like, yeah. give me the test. Yeah. How's, how's, like, it is? How's, hey, how's this? Sometimes right? they like eat it too. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm good either way. <laughs> I want to see the texture. I want to see the flip. You know what I mean? I, I, I can kind of see just like the sign right here. You know, is it good? Is it not good? You know what I mean? Right. But that kills me. My son eats it in bricks. Like he takes it and folds it up yeah. into like a stack of Legos. I'm like, Bro, right. That's disgusting, man. I can't do any. I, I, I just can't do it. The best thing was when Christopher from Sopranos takes it. Oh. He, puts, he puts the matchstick under the layer and he goes, he goes, hey, what are you doing? What, what, put it on there. Put it on there. Hey, why are you messing with the? It was the greatest episode ever. Shout out Sopranos, as yeah, always. It was best, awesome. One of the best series ever. Uh, on HBO, even though I'll take the wire over that, by the way. Yes, um, the yeah. wire might be one. Yeah, I think I, I think so. I'll tell you what, Yellowstone's making a strong run right now. I'm bro. out. I don't even know what that <laughs> is. It's so good. Oh, Kevin really? Costner, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah Kevin really? Costner's still around. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's Tink uh, He's badass on this show. Wow. Yeah. Wow. How old Ever, is Kevin Costner? Like 65. Still look good? No. Yeah. Yep, that's Yellowstone. <laughs> that just said no. It, it doesn't look like Silverado, Kevin Costner, but right. you know. All right. I, 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 listen. I like the Field of Dreams costume. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Look, Rick Seconden says, I thought this was a sports talk show. <laughs> <laughs> we can do it all, man. We, no, we, we, we got to break it up, Rick. We got to break it up. Jigsaw Chronicles. Yeah, it's, it's Jigsaw Chronicles. It, it's just kind of like the Heat Ratio Chronicles. But I started this a long time ago because things just bother me. 
They just bother me. And I, I got a really good one for next week, so stay tuned. Oh. It, it has to do with Wawa. It doesn't have to do with gas yes. or the store. Because I, I got a really good Wawa rant le- next week. So stay tuned for that. Let's go in. I need to get you yeah. on Nick's, What's that? Nick's ra- rant and rave. Oh, ra- ra- I, raves with Nicky Rant with- Yo, you were right about that NHL broadcast, by the way. But, I, yeah, heard, I heard horse. a lot of that. That was horseshit. Yeah, I heard a lot of that for the rest of the week. <laughs> it was. So yeah, let, let, let's let, let, let's dive into some NBA real fast, okay? Just real fast. Because I got to lay flame to the Splash Brothers, okay? Yes. Clay, Clay Thompson made his return to the Warriors. Increasing Steph's carry, Steph Curry's chances for another ring. If we take Steph and include him with Michael, LeBron, AI, and Kobe, what would you say is your most memorable? And what I mean by that is who do you enjoy watching the most? And, and it's an honest question. I know a lot of people might say, Michael, but I'm going to tell you something. I went down there and I watched Steph in person, and I don't ever, besides AI, I loved MJ. He's my favorite, obviously. But watching him on TV, but AI, the way he battled and the way he ra- he was so exciting. But Steph Curry, man, he's on another level. Really is. And, and I, I have to be honest with you. I'm not, you know, we talked about him being on the GOAT list. But I just, overall, talking about those players in that era, Mr. Old School, go with you first. Like, you're most memorable of that time. Because that everybody was dog and clay, saying they made too much of it. And I don't think they did. Because... I'll tell you what, that was a really good luster right there, having him come back. And and that team, they, you know, Steph said that he would take his team over the 96 Bulls. That Steph said he would go with KD and Clay and go over the 96 Bulls. He's lying. I'm just saying. I'm just he saying he's get, lying. So I'm just, you know, I'm throwing it out there. But, damn, Mr. Old School Green, what's, what's your most memorable of that era right there of those guys? Well, before, before I answer it, yeah. and I, I give kudos to you for saying that because – didn't didn't um, Curry have a modest game against the Sixers the day yes. he went? So but, but, imagine if he played yes. his traditional self, you know. But it was just watching him right. fight through the screens and the way he ran and the way That's I, a good he point. was a complete package, he, he, man. He, he, complete package. Players like that never dog it. Never. I, yeah. I would say for me, the Michael Jordan game before before the rings, even when he and they and they lost the series to the Celtics. I think it was eighty six ish when he scored sixty. Points against the Celtics in the playoff game. Okay, I mean Larry Bird, sixty-three, sixty-three. Yep. Larry Bird was um, in awe of him. He was, and when Larry Bird gives you high praise, which he never did to, for anyone, nah, that, he, that that meant something. And, you're and, right. And, and, and as and again, I'm old school. So is Nick. I remember Jordan making the uh, game-winning shot against Georgetown. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, Who else? And. and and I didn't. But that being said, I didn't think he was going to be a god in basketball coming out. I did not think he was going to be that legendary. I don't and, think many people. But I mean that that, that, that game that that game against the Celtics where he scored sixty three. That's to me yeah, when it I really agree. started. That was yeah. only like a second or third year. But that, yeah. That's when I was like, holy cow, this guy is on a different level. I mean, I can and still hear, and I I I apologize to the announcer because I can't I, I I can't get his name off the top of my head, but. I can just hear right now, shot on Elo. It's good. Bulls win. Oh, yeah. Bulls win right in the first person that hugs him is Brad Sellers. So, I, you know, I, I just remembered, man, that was a Le- the Lenny Wilkins-led Cavaliers yes. back then, man. Talk about a team. I My mean, I, I, I'm a different world because I'm a little younger than you two. Us. Yeah. <laughs> Most of <laughs> you. Um, but I, I'm in yeah, the area. closer. Don't I'm, push it away. I'm, I'm in us. the area. 
era of there you go. Michael Jordan did things that nobody ever saw. You're right. And he li- and he also was in the era where he got murdered. I mean, he was Bill Lambeer was the most biggest hack in the league. Oh. And there was a point where, and I just saw today where Michael Jordan went down and he knew he was going to get nailed by Bill Lambeer. He turned his back and threw it over his head and it went in. And he it, it was like nothing. I don't I, I just don't see anybody being able to surpass him. And Stephen Curry is one of the the best shooter I've ever seen. Yeah, you're I, I'm with you there. And I'm he works off of screens very, very well. Probably the best I've seen as well. But as far as Michael Jordan is concerned and putting him in that caliber, I can't do it. Uh, I, I, I think he deserves to be in that list, but I definitely wouldn't put him over Michael. But what you said, and, and Mr. Tossi, I know you're not a basketball guy, but I know this is well, still good enough in your wheelhouse. Well, that's a perfect right? question for somebody like me. You, because exactly. The, yes. the, the time in my life where I was so engaged in basketball – Yep. was when I was watching the Chicago Bulls on Couldn't television. Miss it. At the United I, I Center, mean, all baby. I wanted to do was watch the Chicago Bulls. That's all. Everybody, it was you know, unbelievable. So, That's all. That was primetime TV. So to me, I mean, it's Jordan all the way. And I think it's that team, really, to be honest with you, that contributes to, to that answer. You know, I mean, it's, you know, the the most legendary team of all time, that late, that late 90s team, that, particularly that 96 team. Uh, and watching Jordan just do his magic – it was just incredible for me. I couldn't get enough of it. Well, Turn, let me ask you this question also. Yeah, what's up? We, Curry's amazing. There's no doubt about it. The other guys are also extraordinary defenders. Yep. So what, what are your thoughts on Curry's defense? I'll tell you what, because obviously you're talking about Michael being defensive player of the year. Yep. Multiple Kobe times, could do right? it too. Kobe right? was a beast, yep. right? He was a beast. And say what you want about LeBron. I'm not a LeBron guy. I respect what he does off the court. Uh, I still think that he's not – he's still 1A, 1B. Dude, he takes I, half a right? game off because he doesn't play defense. He, 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 but the thing is, he does play hard. <laughs> he does. Okay, but, he does play hard. And AI? He, he was a, he was AI a, wasn't a great defender. Well, he was but a, he left everything out on the court. Yes. Okay, that's all that. He stole the passing. Yeah. Right. But, but Steph – is a very underrated defender. I'm yes. just asking, I agree. I'm not, very, I'm not, very I'm underrated. Not I agree. I'm asking. No, he is. He's he's a very underrated defender. I, I I would beg to say that he does get more steals than most of the guys on that list, except for Jordan, because Jordan was Jordan was just a beast, dude. He he is the top player of all time. Yeah. I don't care what anybody says. He is the goat. He he is the guy 100. that he is the standard. Yeah. Right. He's a standard. It's not because I grew up in that era. It's not like Mr. Tossi was saying. It's not because because we all did. 93, 92, 93, right? 91, 92, 93. I remember driving home from my cousins, uh, Kim, rest in peace, you, you know, that we were driving home from Jersey, and I was listening to Paxson hit that three against Paul Westfall's Phoenix Suns. I remember that. And then I remember his dad being murdered. I remember him going to the Chicago White yep. Sox, right? Mm-hmm. You remember, and then coming back with number yeah. forty-five, yep. mm-hmm. what, right? In that Indiana series, yeah. right? It, like so right. many, and then he just took over again. Oh, yeah. it, it, it's just, just, just absolutely ridiculous. But again, he is great. He is phenomenal, and he is king. And, and speaking of king, again, Steam Pub. We want to thank for the hospitality. Get here, Steam whether it be whether we're Pub. here or Amen. not. Okay, you got to get here and try this amazing menu. As always, the real-time draft beer list. We talked about it before. And if you're looking for employment, you're looking for a job, they are hiring right now. Hiring right now. 
just come in, say you're interested. Bucks County is right? an awesome place to work. Live. It, it's and a, it's, it's an live awesome and work. Place yeah. to work. It I is. mean, there, there's so much. I think I'd be Bucks County. I'd gain back the weight, Nick, if I if I worked through it. Right. Oh, I'd gain I back too. my weight because I'd be too. eating like crazy. Oh, Our yeah. man dropped over 30 pounds, ladies. Not days. yet. Not yet. I'm not He's 30. He's close. Yet. He's close. Not 30 yet. Radio is about. I mean, podcasts are about embellishment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, they say that the camera adds yeah, yeah. like a good 10 pounds. Yeah. So, you know, I'm kind of probably breaking even right about now, but that's okay. Um, let's get to our second trivia question. Okay, our second trivia question tonight. Is brought to you by our great friends at the National Bobblehead Hall of Fame, which is actually in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, who houses the world's largest collection of bobbleheads. Visit, visit www.bobbleheadhall.com. See what's new today. Everything is limited edition. Everything is individually numbered. It's like getting that piece of memorabilia with the certificate of authenticity. Everything. And what we have is a Sister Jean bobblehead. Okay, Sister Jean Bob. Listen, you can't make this up. This thing, I'm gonna put this up on the screen in a second. This thing is awesome. Okay, it's it. I mean, if if you don't know the story with Sister Jean, right? If you don't know the story of Sister Jean, I'm gonna put it up on the screen right here. I you you see her right here on the bottom right hand corner. There's Sister Jean, wheelchair and all. And next week, we'll be giving away a Joe Lenardi, which is the bracketologist for ESPN. We'll be giving that away. As well, so check them out at the Bobblehead Hall of Fame. Very as well. rare, right, very own rare. Yeah, very Philly's rare. Own. I like that, Mister Greenfield's own Joe Lenore. So let's get to that trivia question. We we stumped everybody with a two for three, but I think somebody's going to get this one. Man. I do. I, I think I think somebody will get this. And the trivia question is: Name the three Super Bowls by number the Eagles played in. It's interesting. Name the three Super Bowls by number. That the Eagles play. See, what's great about these trivia questions is you think that you know, and then you're like, wait a minute. Oh, my God, dude. What year was that? You remember like, the years. Yeah. I don't remember the numbers. All yeah. right. Name the three. Right. Who remembers the damn Roman numerals? I can't remember what I think. There's no one number. You right. can build off of it mathematically. Yeah, well, that's a teacher's mentality. Well, yeah, no kidding. Well, yeah. No kidding. <laughs> like, oh, it's like it's so easy. Like, it's yeah, yeah, oh, right. yeah, you uh, yeah, you just build uh, off it mentally. Yeah, okay. well, yeah. I mean, they all see your yeah. notes, dude. They all see that. No, this is this is the Cubs. Uh, <laughs> <I mean. Yeah. laughs> but no, sir, name the three Super Bowls by number, and again, you will get a sister Jean. Let's go, people. Answer the question. Absolutely. Answer We're the question. We're going to get the Eagles just pretty soon. Answer okay? the question. No, if you just answer the question. My it's not God. that difficult, right? It's not that difficult. <laughs> but let's go to something different here. This is what we're going to start. Let me name this player. This is just something that we kind of bounced around because it gets a good conversation going. It's called Name That Player, where we name a team and you tell us who you feel was the face of that franchise. So what that means is it's not just, hey, Chicago, it's, it's all, no, it's one team. And this week we're going to go to the Windy City in Major League Baseball and talk about the Chicago Cubs. And in your opinion, now it doesn't have to be the take to where everybody names the most popular player. Maybe it's a memorable a moment or player for you, something that you remember, right? So, I, you know, we want to know who your face of the Cubs is. Who is your most memorable player of the Chicago Cubs? So check in online if you're here. We got the mic going around, see if people want to get on and talk. I know it's COVID, so we'll write them down and we'll answer a form if they want. But I'm curious. I'm curious. Mr. Tossi, we'll go with you first. The Chicago Cubs. Who is your face or who is your most memorable player of the Cubs, my man? My most memorable player, the guy I remember the most. I just see him when I think about a Cubs uniform. I just see him. I see him. I see his face and I see him in the outfield as Sammy Sosa. I just, you know, that was 
that was right in my wheelhouse. Where I was just watching baseball all the time. And uh, left uh, and right. I mean, this guy was just so dynamic and spectacular. And, you know, I mean, Ryan Sandberg was too. Uh, you know, I was yeah. growing up watching baseball then. Yep. And, uh, you know, he was just, he was the most prolific second baseman in the team's history. And, you know, quite honestly, maybe one of the tops, I would say top, at least top three second baseman of all time. Yes. Um, I agree. Uh, you know, but, you know, when you talk about Mr. Cub, I mean, I think a lot of people in Chicago would would have to say maybe not memorable because you'd have to, you know, it's been a while since he's, he's played. He's passed away at this point, but it's is uh, Ernie Banks, um, you know, yeah. big power hitter. Big time. Let's, it, let's play, too. Yeah. 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 It's a great big day time. for yep. baseball. Let's yeah. play, too. Yep. <laughs> I love it. Um, but I would say Sammy Sosa for me. Sammy Sosa. I, I tell you what, race for the record, whether we, you know, ro- all roids aside, right? Uh, honestly, I mean, he gave us some exciting moments. Dude, in Wrigley I Field. just remember him running around with the American flag. Oh, right yeah, I remember, I remember state, that. Uh, right around. Uh, I uh, it was just. Wait. It gave me chills. Like, did he have the best that. trot, though? It was the, just the best. Little, it was just. Little skip yes. out of the box. It was yeah. awesome. I, I, I really did enjoy him. Yeah, I, 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 I did really like Sammy Sosa. But hold on. We got breaking news. We got an answer to the trivia question. Nice. And we, we're going to throw this out there and see what this is. And Mr. Green, uh, you're going to let us know. Is is this correct? This is our man, Jason Lee Schuyler. Is this a correct answer, Mr. Green? Are you gonna, I'm blind as a bat. Oh, I'm sorry. XVXIX and LII. Dude. Not, I, don't want, I, don't, I don't want Roman numerals. Come on, man. <laughs> Let's go. You're the you're the, you're the teacher. Uh, Fifteen. Uh, okay. Thirty nine. Okay. And fifty two. He's correct. My man, Jason <laughs> Lee Skyler, PHL seventeen, Patriots. William Tennant's own. Yeah. Mr. Oh, Mr. Jason Woo! Lee, thanks for checking in. Jason, I got to hook up with you again. Friday night sports show. Check him out. Eleven thirty. He's got all kinds of cats on there. Had Charlie Manuel. Had Ruben Amaro. He's got people, whether it be. You know, local show host, whether it be celebrities, you got to check them out, man. Friday nights, 1130. Check them out, PHL 17. That's where you find them. And Jason, we will Good hook job, up. Jason. You Good get job. the sister Jean bobblehead. My man. And, I, and here's the thing about Jason. I know he didn't Google that. No, He's man. a smart dude, man. Yeah, he knows He's stuff. a smart dude. Nikki Nuts. Let's get back to the Cubs. Your my, face. Your most memorable. We were talking. most memorable Cub would be Put that mic a little closer. Ryan Sandberg. Okay. Rhino, um, baby. I, like I, I would go with Ryan Sandberg. Not because he was once a Philly, but he was also a manager of the Phillies. But my, uh, just to give you a back, my cousin uh, Joe is his name. Uh, he <laughs> he actually was his favorite player, okay. and that's why I follow Ryan him. Ryan Sandberg because, loved Joe. No, Joe <laughs> loved Ryan Sandberg. So that's that's why I followed him, and I I would even throw in Andre Dawson in that, oh, that oh. because I just loved hours, him. I thought he was just a gridiron dude. Um, Ryan Sandberg was probably one of the best second basements ever to play the game, um, and and that that just brought me back to when you brought that question up. It brought me back to when I was like uh, eleven, and we were playing baseball stars and you could pick your own whoa baseball star baseball stars you could pick your own team Yo. you can put your own players to it it was just it was oh, one was of a, the best, best eras of my life and 
That's why I picked Brian Sandberg because cry. I never got to pick him because my cousin always picked him first. And then it was Andre Dawson right after that. And Andre Dawson was just a, a, a man that just always played. He was phenomenal. And uh, that's my perspective of the Chicago Cubs. I'm going to get I'm gonna get Mr. Coker on the mic in about two minutes. He's going to come up. I want to hear his take as well. I'm completely different than all you guys. I agree with you 100%. But I just look at certain things. Like, I'm a unique individual, right? So I specifically look at swings. And I don't know who had a sweeter swing besides the kid. Obviously, Ken Griffey Jr. I know what you're going to say. Always had. Can, but, I, can but, I guess? But Mark Grace. I was guess Mark, Mark Grace. Grace. Yep. I was going to guess that. Mark Grace. Hell of a fielder, too. Right? I mean, first base for the Chicago Cubs. You talk yep. about yep. going back him and Will to throw Clark. Yeah. From a lefty position, right? In Wrigley Field. I mean, that was one of the sweetest swings I've ever remembered. This is true. I I, you know, I loved watching Mark Grace. I did. I thought he was effortless. He was smooth. Wasn't, you know, wasn't an MVP by any means, right? It no, but matter. I know the name. Yeah, yeah. As soon as you said it, I was like, yes. Yeah. But you got to go on the mound, too. And you got to go Greg Maddox. Yes, now, I Greg under, Maddox. I understand Greg's heyday was Atlanta. He won a sign with right? Cubs. But he did. But, but he really took that next step yep. with Atlanta. Yep. But I tell you, they're, they're, for me, those two guys are my, are my face and my most memorable. So, Dan, what do you got, buddy? Well, my again, my, my uh, indoctrination into sports was around 1976, and uh, the Cubs were terrible. Yeah. So in those days, you know, Bill Buckner was on the Cubs, and he was a solid ball player. Always, you know, he had, he had the misfortune of that moment with the Red Sox, but. I always love Bill Buckner. Um, Bill from, Buckner, from a um, perspective of a Phillies fan watching the Cubs right. play, but it, it, it goes it goes to Ryan Sandberg again. I mean, the Phillies traded um, Larry Boa, Ryan Sandberg for Ivan De Jesus. Ivan De Jesus, uh, an absolute oh. mediocre shortstop, <laughs> and, stiff, and it just absolutely, you know. You, you watched him play for the next fifteen years, and that's all I ever thought about is we gave this kid away, yep. and he became a top three second baseman of all time. So Ryan Sandberg, for me, as a player, is the face of the Cubs. As a historian of baseball, it's Ernie Banks. I, it's hard. To, listen, there's not a name that we've mentioned that's been bad. But Pittsburgh, John Coker, John, slide so they can see you. I always see the side of your head. Slide over a little bit so we can see. There you sit go. Lap, there you go. Oh, yeah, there. Come on, sit on my lap. There we this go. Why we can't do this live. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Go ahead, Johnny. What do you got, bro? Oh, I'm, I got to – sorry, not, not to pile on. I got to go Rhino Sandberg. Uh, yeah, I, I, got, I got my Little League baseball cards. You remember when you used to put your favorite players on? Oh, Rhino Sandberg. 23 was my number. Uh, it wasn't for Jordan. It was, it was for, for Rhino. Sandberg. Good for you. Check yeah. that out. And and But best cover of all time, Tuffy Rhodes. Tuffy Rhodes. <laughs> Three home runs opening day. Oh, my God. He went Tuffy Rhodes. He went toffee roads. Yo, Nick, Nick, now you're, you're not doing your job, buddy. So when these people come by, you got to start grabbing people some Eagles protectors, all right? We got about 15 minutes left. So let, let, let's get on that wagon so we get that through. But what about no love for Lee Smith? Lee Arthur. Right? From 1980 to around 1988. I have no idea. Flamethrower. Oh, he was a flamethrower. Closer, closer, man. Yeah. I mean, no, no love for yeah. Sean Dunstan. Oh, he had a cannon for an right? shortstop as well. I just say, I mean, you he's, could go Curry Wood, Mark Pryor, Curry Wood. What? Yeah. What? Oh man, and Mark Pryor. What a shit. Well, we thought they were going to be the what next generation. Oh, that could have been. been. Yeah, always. Who do you been. have winning the? 
Eagles. All right. Uh, yeah, see, it's not that it's not that difficult, right? Eagles. Not at all. Eagle. We know. We're uh, listen. I, and and um, obviously we're biased. We're Philly, but at the same time, I I, I think it's it's a logical chance that they do win this game. So again, we're going to do this every week when we talk about name that face because it opens up a, a, a plethora of conversations. But we're going to bring this back to Philly for the end of this for a minute. And and get a question because you know this went on in our chat uh, multiple times. And because we, we, we have one more trivia question, right? We got one more trivia question. So we'll start that in. And our third trivia question tonight brought to you by America's Older Brewery, Yingling, from the traditional lager to their all-new flight. They have a beer for you. Visit www.yingling.com, tongue twister, for new products. And what we have is a Phillies prize pack, okay? And what this Phillies prize pack includes. Now, again, maybe you're not a big Aaron Noel fan, Okay, maybe not a big Aaron Nola fan, but this is what you're going to get, right? You're going to get an Aaron Nola shirt. You're going to get a Yingling baseball. You're going to get a Yingling beer mug. You're going to get a six-pack of Yingling that has the old retro banner on it, and you're going to get a backpack of for Yingling, right? But you don't get, All from Yingling. You don't get Aaron Nola, though. But you don't get Aaron Nola. Right, right. Sorry, you don't get Aaron Nola. Uh, uh, you know, uh, well, he's the face, right? <laughs> he's, he is the face, so I got to give him some love, right? Yes. Uh, he needs to be a little better. I, so still, Aaron, I still believe in Aaron Bump the game up, Aaron. We need you, all right? Check that out. But let's get to this trivia question again. Now, I like this because it's six on the Major League. Only one player in the history of Major League Baseball played for 20 or more seasons without ever being on a losing team. Who is it? And I will say, all tra- this dude is my idol, all I'm going to say. And I'll tell you why when somebody gets it. So, again, only one player in the history of Major League Baseball played 20 or more seasons without ever being on a losing team. Who is he? 20? Years, twenty seasons, Nick. Twenty seasons. That, yeah. that, that that's a good one. So again, check that out. Try not to Google. Bring us your answer. I see a lot we'll of phones being show. opened up out here. Hey, look, uh, right, my boy, Nicky Nuts. This one's for you. Our our good friend Rick Lachlan says it's been a while since we've had an Eagles champ. It so, has so, so, absolutely. So, so, so it has. So you got to give it to him, man. You got to give it. Go, it. baby. E I G L. Eagles! Yeah, you got everybody going, man. Go, oh, baby! Man. There we go. Go, birds. As always, go, birds. And see, that's why this passion is so great. This so, place is jumping. Love this, hard, place. Man. this place. This place is, is jumping. Again, shout out Steam Pop, Southampton, PA, steampop.com, on location every Tuesday, Heat Ratio Sports, and they are hiring if you need a job. A lot of people need jobs out there. Let's go, man. Let's go. Let, let, let's bring your craft to Steampunk so we can see you here every Tuesday night. It's but, really a right? family. Uh, it, it, it really it is. is. It's run by a family, and it, it, it is a local family. family. Fam- yes, it's local a family, family mentality, and you'll be a part of the family if you want to join. It's a Tuesday. It's five degrees outside, and this place is <laughs> packed, huh? Yes, it is, and my feet, are, my, my feet are feeling it, too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But that nah, all can decide. Let's let's go to this last topic before we roll out of here. And it's a very general topic. But one thing that always is Philadelphia's passion, you hear it here, you can hear it on the microphone, hear it no matter what happens in the Philadelphia sports area. But it can sometimes be mistaken for ignorance. I say that all the time. We're misunderstood. Philly fans want to win at all costs and sometimes make a win still feel like a loss. Why is that? So 
let me give you my answer. It's because we are the most passionate and most educated fan base in all of sports. We make it feel like a loss because I know guys voluntarily that are watching game film, that are breaking it down every day to bring you content, to bring you an educated opinion on why they think happened. That's why it feels like a loss. We're just, what we're doing, we're breaking down the game like we are the analysts. Where else do you get that? Don't get that anywhere else. So I pour. I won't say the word, but I'll pour whatever, whatever it was skunk. How about skunk beer? Remember skunk beer back in the day? We'll pour some skunk beer on any analyst that says they understand Philadelphia because they don't. So, Dan, that's my issue, and that's my reason why it still feels like a loss. What do you think when it comes to Philly passion and Philly fans? It's funny. When I when we kind of discussed this topic, for me, I, again, I, I referenced that my indoctrination into sports was in the, in the mid-'70s. Um, the Phillies – Lost three straight pennants. Reds, Dodgers, Dodgers. Sixers, Dr. J came to town. They lost a 2-0 lead to the Portland Trail Blazers and lost the championship in 76-77. Flyers were going for their third straight hat trick. I mean, the Stanley Cup, the hat trick in 76. The first year I started watching hockey, they lost in the Stanley Cup to the Canadians. So for me, I was brought into sports at a good time, but all the teams were losing championships. So then I started getting that, oh, my God, are they ever going to win type mentality? And then finally the Phillies broke through in 1980, the Sixers in 83, and then we had that long drought. So in a way, it's a lot of it's when you start becoming a sports fan. Like imagine your kids that, that started cultivating their sports love when the Phillies were in the prime, right? Yeah. Versus maybe a kid um, 10 years earlier when you had the – the horrible baseball during oh. the Mike Lieberthal years. Mike Lieby. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So for me, my passion and knowledge became just for just rooting for my team to win championships when they got so close. And and they often broke my heart. So the Negadelphia side of the argument can, can be a, a, a addressed towards me. Because I do have a little skeptical view towards our teams because I've been heartbroken so many times. But I also like to think I have a knowledgeable eye to address the topics as well. So I do have that please don't break my heart again mentality. But I also believe I have the knowledge and combine those two. And it could be like a mad scientist sports mind frustration moment. Listen, it's all love, right, Nick? Nick, it's all love. It's all love. And, you know, the, you said it, Tony, you, you took the words out of my mouth. The level of, of educated oh. and passion that this city brings to the to the sports teams is unmatched anywhere in this country. There's no there's no other city that brings that. Nope. And, you know, you could be sitting in the 300 level, uh, you know, and watching the Eagles game, you know, way up in, at the top. And you're looking at a play and you're looking at a missed block by Jordan Maialata. Like, who's 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 pointing that out? What other fan bases? Criticized an offensive lineman for missing the block, and that's why your guy got sacked. And know why it <laughs> happened too, right? It's crazy. Exactly, exactly. I mean, you know, the, the level the level of smarts in this fan base is off the charts. The level of passion is off the charts, and that could sometimes be construed as ignorance and you know negativity. And it's not. It's all we want to do is for our players to play hard, play smart, do the right thing, do the things that we think we would do when we're out there. Correct. And that's it. You do that, and you're loved. You're beloved in this city forever. Never buy a drink again. Exactly. And the Never false narratives often come out of that uh, 
that stereotype with our city, which I can't stand. Oh, so, I know. From the, all the Santa Claus nonsense. I, I, oh, I don't even want to. Let's yeah. not even talk about that. Yeah. But speaking of passion, Nicky Nuts, what do you think, man? Nobody likes us. Nobody <laughs> likes us. Nobody likes us. We don't care. It's because we don't care. We don't care what other people think. We know sports, and we're passionate about it. And we come with fire. And if you go against our team, we will annihilate you with words. Annihilate. We will annihilate you with words. Why? Because we are that devoted to our craft. And our craft is our sports. We live and breathe Philly. And we are hard because Philly is hard. And we are dedicated because we have a passion that is not even close to any other team. And, and, and if you ever see a welcome to Nick's show, you'll see passion yes. because, because, yes. because, you know, we care. Every game matters to us. We passionately care about every single game in this season, in this, in this city. And that goes to people thinking that we're ignorant because we're just loud mouth, no knowledge, people but when you get into a corner with them i got news for you we got something for you and tampa bay we got something for you baby uh, listen there. hold on to that hold on to that before we roll but we got to get to this last trivia question okay and and see because right now nobody's got it so we're just going to give it okay if anybody any last year to everybody stump right here okay and i know what the answer to this is should we ask the audience so we 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 have nobody really has the answer so so what what i'll say dan and nobody's jason had that super bowl one right away right so only one player in the history of major league baseball played 20 more seasons without ever being on a losing team who is it he played for the new york yankees i i i I throw it away he played for the new york yankees yes my ultimate idol Derek jeter I love that. If it, I want to come back reincarnated as Derek Jeter. I'm just throwing it out there. And all you need to do is Google Derek Jeter and Google gift basket, yeah. and you'll understand why yep. I want to come back as Derek Jeter. Just yep. throwing it out yeah. there. Yep. My, man, my man is a legend. My legend. man is a legend. legend. He is a legend. He is a legend. We're going to wind this down. My absolute right? idol. So before we go <laughs> to Nikki Nuts to close us out, Okay, I just want to thank everybody for coming out. I want to thank everybody for listening. This is the top numbers that we've ever had on this show. Yeah, okay, I get buddy. to see, number one, when people that have come out, and number two, when people that have tuned in live. And my phone has been blowing up as well. So I thank every single person that has been checking in. We all do as a whole. Follow us. Do us a favor. Go to the YouTube page, Heat Ratio Sports. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the notification button. We have so much tremendous content. All these guys, these flyers, nice guys sitting right next to me, do a tremendous flyer show. Okay? We do basketball. We do wrestling. We do baseball. We do football. Okay? We, we have individual podcasts. We have fantasy stuff, sports betting angles. You name it, it's all there, one-stop shop. So go give us a subscription right there. And all these shows are podcasted. This will be podcasted. So check out the podcast at Heat Ratio Sports on Apple, iTunes, Google Play, wherever you, iHeartRadio, you name it, it will be on there as well. Hit the subscription button and leave a review. It takes what, like two seconds? Hit a little review, give us a five-star, tell us you like us, or give us a one-star. One like Nikki said, nobody likes us, we don't care. It's all good. It, it is what it is. Not it, We're not for everybody, which is fine, but we appreciate all support. And thank again, once again, for Steam Pub and their hospitality here on a Steam. Tuesday night. Right? On a yeah, Tuesday baby. night. Tremendous menu, real-time beer lift. 
getting his taps on on point on Twitter. Who does that on Twitter? It's amazing. It's and awesome. if you're looking for a job, come in, see Martin and Maggie. Get with them immediately if you need Dude, a job. Dude, I want to work right? here and come work for here. Of the vibe. Yeah, well, make sure you're working on Tuesday nights. Awesome, awesome, man. You have sure an awesome vibe oh, here. The vibe. So I, I like it. Just I like come it. in here and it's a cool vibe. The ambiance. So, yeah, it's awesome. Now, come on, Nick. So you, cool. you used that big word earlier. I'm waiting for these big <laughs> extraordinary words. Uh, but. <laughs> But speaking of that, Nick, we're going to get out of here. But as always, you know, it's playoff time, man. Eagles, Bucks, you know, 1 o'clock, Sunday. Tom's going to feel the Philadelphia passion. But I want you to show everybody and let everybody in Steam Pub and online right now feel your passion and close us out with a great Eagle Santa. Give us your final thoughts and give us an Eagle Santa to close us out, buddy. See, this is when we break Tom Brady's legs. We put, retire him. We can't uh, catch him, Nick. We retire him Sunday. We retire him. He is done. He has nothing. We are going to beat him. We're going to beat him again. And we're going to beat him again. E A G L E S Let's go. Good job, Nick. Good job, buddy.